0: Hi, my name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the Law of Attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. Get ready to transform your life as I share my journey about harnessing the power of the Law of Attraction to achieve abundance. From overcoming chronic pain, to eliminating daily anxiety, to treating a mental illness, I've experienced so much and I can't wait to share my proven principles and techniques with you. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I like to start every episode with something I'm thankful for in my life. This week, I'm thankful for the progress I've seen with my physical health, specifically in my effort to balance my hormones. As some of you know, I was diagnosed with PCOS late last year, and after some rigorous testing, I was told every single one of my hormones was off. I signed on with a functional doctor, and over the past 12 weeks, I've pursued a holistic natural healing regimen, and that has resulted in a huge body transformation. I am so much less bloated and inflamed, and I've already started to see the weight just fall off. I can see signs of my hormones balancing too, which is really great news, and that's something I was told by gynecologists wouldn't happen until after I started birth control. I'm about to get all of my blood work retested for the first time, and I'm actually really excited to get the results. In the past, getting testing done has caused a lot of fear and anxiety for me, but right now, I feel like I'm in a completely different body than I was a few months ago. And I'm only three months into a nine-month plan, and I know things have improved. There's still a ways to go, and I know that. I'm just so excited about the progress so far, and I feel like I'm regaining control of my body, which is an indescribable feeling. I'm leaning into the happiness and joy and celebrating the journey because I'm already seeing such promising results. I'm in high spirits today, and I'm jumping right into today's topic. I want to talk about the impact of other people's words on our energy and our health and wellness. Specifically, how we deal with comments that are super personal and critical of our character that we feel just aren't true or valid at all. And we're going to start with a little example, so bear with me here. Imagine yourself walking down the street to your favorite coffee shop. It's a beautiful, sunny day, it's the perfect temperature, and you're wearing your favorite outfit, feeling so great. You notice someone making their way toward you. As you get closer, you recognize them from your neighborhood. You've seen them before. They live a couple of blocks down the road. They are clearly approaching you, and you start to say, Hi, how's it going? But before you can get those words out of your mouth, the person says kind of aggressively, I hate your blue hair. They immediately push past you and walk in the opposite direction. You kind of stop and take a moment because you're in shock. You're thinking to yourself, that doesn't make any sense. I don't have blue hair. My hair is brown. What is going on? I'm so confused. You get out your phone, you turn the camera around like you're taking a selfie just to double check that you woke up with the same hair color you've had for the past several decades. You're like, yep, okay, still brown. I'm so lost. And then you write it off. You're thinking, that comment clearly isn't about me. It doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to spend another second thinking about it. I have brown hair, and that's the end of it. And you keep walking to the coffee shop, order a delicious beverage, and you're on to the next part of your day. You're all probably thinking, yeah, that makes sense. I'd probably react in a similar way. Well, what if I said, replace the words blue hair with something else? Imagine if that person walked up to you on the street and said, I hate your selfish attitude. I hate your ugly personality. I hate your controlling demeanor. Or you're stupid. You don't deserve happiness. You're not worthy. Immediately, I feel like the reaction would have been different. We wouldn't just shake it off in an instant and think, that doesn't apply to me, and keep going about our merry day. We'd likely take that comment to heart, internalize it and analyze it and think about it long after we'd walked away. And why is that? Why isn't it as easy as thinking, that's not me, that's not who I am, and just dismissing it entirely? It's the same type of comment, right? They're both about us. Our reaction to the blue hair comment is just so black and white. It's applicable or it's not. But when it comes to that second one, we put ourselves through the ringer. I feel like comments about who we are, about our character, just hit differently when they really shouldn't. That example was inspired by motivational speaker and transformational coach, Julian Blanc. I'm going to link the original 45-second clip in the show notes for you if you want to take a look. So now I want to get into how this has shown up in my own life. Well, when I was in college, so I had to be around 19 or 20, someone told me I didn't care about anyone else and I was incredibly selfish. And that was one of those moments that kind of stuck with me over the past 10 years. It was one of the most horrible things anyone has ever said to me. And I think that's because as a child, I felt like I kind of was. I do feel like I was a selfish kid. And when I got old enough to reflect and realize that, I really tried to change that behavior and that part of myself. I became so much more self-aware, I started going to therapy, I focused on giving back to the community. I was a Division I athlete at the time, and I would be in practice for upwards of 30 hours a week, I was taking a full college course load, and I still made time to volunteer every single week. On Wednesdays, I had no classes, and I would go and teach health and sex education to public school children in the Bronx. Most of these kids were underprivileged, and New York State only mandates one semester of sex ed the entire time you're in high school, for those whole four years. So we would volunteer to cover those classes and try and give these kids more information and education on consent and safety and how to seek help if they really needed it. It was a really confronting experience for me, especially when you realize that You might be the only one who ever talks to them about this topic. Some of them drop out, some of them skip class, and some of them might have transferred and missed that state-mandated course. I feel like I wanted to make a difference in the community while I was living in New York, and that felt right to me. So you can imagine how it felt when I had made an intentional effort to show up as a better version of myself Someone that gives back and wants to help and does care about other people. It really rocked me to my core for many months. I wasn't in the best mental place during that time either, as some of you know. I wasn't really able to ever look at all the things I was doing and shrug that off as something that just didn't apply to me. It wasn't until many years later that I was really able to gain that perspective, and I realized that even though that might have been true of me in the past, it wasn't true anymore. It didn't apply to me. It wasn't who I was. It wasn't how I showed up. And I spent so much time thinking about that comment, hours and hours over weeks and months and years. I just couldn't let go of it. And it was really starting to eat away at my soul, I think. And I think, what could I have done with that time, effort, and energy? I could have absolutely channeled that into being the best version of myself. And instead, it was kind of wasted energy. All of that overanalyzing and ruminating exhausted me. And it just was not productive. All of that thinking, it wasn't ever going to change what happened. It's not like I was able to think my way to a different outcome. It wasn't until many years later and a lot more life experience and therapy that I gained that new perspective. While I don't regret the time I spent sitting with that comment because it was a lesson that I needed to learn, I wanna draw your attention to it because I'm sure you've been in a similar situation. If you know who you are, At your core, you can't let those things in. You can't internalize them. There's a really great quote I found that speaks to this from Goy Nasu An entire sea of water can't sink a ship unless it gets inside. Similarly, the negativity of the world can't put you down unless you allow it to get inside you. Remember, friends, You are the person that knows you best. You know what your values are. You know how you act, speak, practice gratitude, give back, and show up in life better than anyone else in the world. So why do we care and take these things so personally when they just don't apply to us? It's become so normalized in today's society to seek validation and to really care about other people's opinions it's ingrained in us. There is so much judgment going around and it's exhausting for literally everyone. And let me tell you something. There will always be a hater out there. Someone who just doesn't like you, doesn't vibe with you, and doesn't want to be around you. And that's okay. Let them talk shit. Let them spend their precious time and energy thinking about you. Let them run their mouth. Let them spread the bad vibes. We don't have the time or energy to engage because we're just too busy, friends. We're too busy energetically glowing up. We're too busy improving our health and wellness. We're too busy investing in our own happiness. We're too damn busy. I feel like I need to make this into a t-shirt. It's feeling so good to me. I'll think about that for sure. Anyway, this is something we've got to work on, friends. It's so critical. We've got to get to a place where we know who we are so well that no comment on our appearance or character or life decisions makes us question who we are. Our goal is to get to a place where we walk through life on the daily with a bubble around us. Imagine that, a sparkly bubble surrounding you and protecting your energy. No words or negative energy can pierce that bubble. Nothing is getting through that, friends. That's the place we need to be. Our energy is so high vibrationally that nothing can disrupt it. We're all in a place where we can exist amongst the negativity, but we don't internalize it at all. We just let it all bounce off our energetic bubble and we move right along. We aren't here for that. Thank you. Next. So how does this relate to the law of attraction? When you're in that place, not only are you protecting yourself, your energy is just magnetic. You become an attractor. You start to attract the happiness and kindness and joy that exists in the world. You get to a point where you don't even notice the haters because you're so wrapped up in all things positive. And that's when you start to find people with like-minded energy come into your life. They gravitate toward you. They are out there in the world, friends. And once we become that magnet, they will appear in our lives in the best way possible. Remember, we don't need to figure out the how. We just need to focus on our own energy and the rest will come. It's already on the way. This is where you start to manifest so easily because you're on such a high vibrational level. We are the creators of our own universe and we don't exist in a world fueled by negativity. We intentionally see the light in the world and we choose to show up with positivity and love and a sense of community. So, what do I want you to work on this week? I want you to just find a piece of paper. If you're at home, go find it right now. I'll give you a second. Just grab a random piece of paper, a pen. It could be a napkin, the back of an envelope, the top of an Amazon box. I don't care. I want you to write down three things about yourself that you know are absolutely, unequivocally true. It might be, I am kind. I am smart. I am caring or thoughtful, passionate, creative, driven, motivated anything you know without a doubt. And try and stay away from your physical characteristics here because those are easier and you're not going to get into an internal debate with yourself about those. We're looking for those things about your soul, about your character that describe you. If there were three things you wanted someone to know about you that they couldn't see, what are they? I'll tell you what's on my list. I am thoughtful, I am worthy, and I give back. And you don't have to just write three. If you're in a roll, good for you. Get all of those things down on that piece of paper. Now I want you to fold up that piece of paper and go put it in your bedside table or drawer or in your wallet. I want you to focus specifically on those three things over the next few weeks. If any of those things come into question, you know what we're doing. We're not going to get offended. We're not going to take it personally. We're not going to feed into it at all. It just simply doesn't apply to us. It doesn't impact us at all. We're just acknowledging it and then letting it the fuck go. Bounce right off our precious little energy bubble. It's just like the blue hair. Think to yourself, there is no way That person is talking about me because that's not who I am. That's not what I stand for. That's not how I show up. They simply must be talking about someone else. And that's that, friends. We need to make the practice that easy. We need to commit it to memory. It needs to be just effortless. They just simply can't be talking about me. And then we don't analyze, overthink, reflect, nothing. There's nothing more to be done. You don't commit any energy to it after you write it off. Remember, there is nobody on this planet that knows you better than you do. And if you know who you are at your core, then it cannot be true. I have a lot of energy flowing through me right now talking about this. It is so important, friends. We're building so many skills together, and this one is an absolute game changer. You know who you are, and you have the confidence to stand behind it. I know that about you, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Again, it's that simple. Okay, friends, I have an exciting announcement. The next episode will be my first interview on the podcast. It'll be much longer than our usual episodes, and I will be introducing you to human design. Human design helps us learn about our own personal energy and how to best use it, how to make decisions in alignment with our soul, the best way for us to manifest, and so much more. We're going to be joined by human design expert, Madeline Evergreen. She's going to go over all the basics with us, and then she's going to read my human design chart live for all of you. If you'd like to get your human design chart before next week and follow along with us, you can use the link in the show notes to download that. It's totally free. You just need your birth time, the exact hour and minute, your birthday, and your birth location. I'm going to record that episode a little ahead of time because when it airs, I'm going to actually be in Paris and then Barcelona. And I'm so excited about that trip. So stay tuned for more on that. I will be posting some clips of the video interview on social if you want to see the live interview between me and Madeline. And in case you haven't joined us on social yet, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at heal Yourself with L-O-A, that's Heal Yourself with L-O-A, L-O-A as in law of attraction. I put out additional content and life updates on there, so give me a follow if that's what you want to see, and you'll start to see some more. Before you leave today, please rate, review, and subscribe. It only takes a couple of moments, and it not only helps increase awareness, it also helps us get more amazing guests involved in the podcast. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple, then scroll down to the bottom of the podcast show page, all the way past the posted episodes, and you'll see that option right at the bottom. On Spotify, the rating is actually at the top of the podcast show page under the description. And there's no review option there, but a five-star rating goes a really long way. That's all for today, friends. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.